Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 31st, 2024. Today's the last day of the first month of this year, and I'm excited about it. We've been learning this year uh, from Proverbs chapter 4 and 25 that we should fix our gaze on the, on the fixed purpose that God has for us for this particular season. We're living our lives with a laser focus. We've been learning a lot of things, and I'm excited about the message that I'm about to share with you this morning. What I did at the beginning of the year was I shared with you Proverbs chapter 4 and 25 from the Passion Translation. Then I shared with you 20 different scriptures, right? And I said we will go back. And I said something about all 20, but I said we were going to go back and break down those 20 and go, you know, one by one, go go take a deeper dive into all of those 20. And we're going to start that today. We're going to look at a passage in Ephesians that I shared with you already, and we're going to go back to it again today, and we're going to take a deep dive, and then we're going to go through all the 20. And once we've laid the foundation for 2024, then we're going to spend the rest of the year studying people's lives in the Bible where they had a fixed purpose, and then they discovered it, and then they walked it out so that we can learn by precept and example. You got it? All right. So the title of today's message is you were chosen by God, so embrace it. Put put in the chat, I was chosen by God. I want you to know that you were chosen by God and put in the chat, I embrace it. I want you to open up your heart to embrace the fact that you are chosen. You are not a mistake. Say, I'm not a mistake. Get ready for the word. You were chosen by God, and I want you to embrace it. I want you to realize the fact that you're not a mistake. Listen, have you ever been? Okay, let me let me just talk talk. Remind us of when we were kids, right? Have, were you ever on like the playground, and nobody likes being like the last person selected? You know what I'm saying? Like the last person picked on the team. Uh, but when you ever been on the playground and somebody was picking teams, and you know that the two people that were picking teams they're better than you, right? And then you know they started picking teams, and you kind of think you know when you're going to be selected. But all of a sudden, this particular team captain selected you, and they selected you earlier than you thought you were going to get selected. And so then you're like, oh, wow, all right, well, thanks. Thanks for picking me. And you go to that team. And then later, the captain says, well, the reason why I picked you is because I want you to do X, right? Like I, I picked you with a, with a purpose because right now what I need you to do in this particular game is you're going to play this position and I've seen you play it before, and I think you're pretty good at it, so I need you to do X. So you were chosen for a particular position or for a particular reason, right? And if you can understand that, and I'm sure you can, to a much greater degree, you were chosen by God for his particular purpose for your life, and he sent you to this planet at just the right time, and you were chosen by God for a particular purpose from the foundations of the world. And so now what we must do as believers is, one, acknowledge the fact that we're chosen, that we're destined, that we're adopted, and and then embrace it so that we can walk out our lives with a fixed purpose. So Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 from the Passion Translation, this is a scripture we'll be looking at all year. The Bible says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, 
ignore life's distractions. Say this, I ignore life's distractions. I'm going to ignore every distraction. I'm going to I'm going to be locked in on what I believe that God has called me to do. So I told you that there were 20 scriptures I gave you at the beginning of the year, and we're going to go back and take a closer look at each. This is the first one that we're looking at today. Ephesians chapter uh, 1, verses 4 and 5 from the easy to read version. The Bible says, in Christ, he chose you before the world was made. He chose you in love to be his holy people, people who could stand before him without any fault. And before the world was made, this is a theme that you're going to hear a lot. God decided, like before the world was made, God decided to make us his own children through Christ Jesus. And this was what God wanted. Say it's all about him. It's not about us. And it pleased him to do it. So this is about God. This is not about us. This is about what God wanted. This is about about what God chose us to do. God selected us to do. God called us to do. God anointed us to do from the foundations of the world. So when you understand that, you live your life different, right? You live your life with a at least you attempt to live your life with a laser focus on what you believe to be God's fixed purpose for any particular season. So you're not living your life for yourself. You're living your life with a consciousness and an awareness that you are not a mistake, that the, that you are part of God's grand design and God's grand plan. Put in the chat, I am part of God's design. I am part of God's plan. So God sent me to this planet at just the right time. God assigned me to certain people. There are certain people that are watching right now I'm assigned to you. And I was assigned to you by God from the foundations of the world. So God gives me things for you. God puts his word in my mouth for you. And I have to communicate it. And if I fail to be me, then I'm impacting you. There are people on this planet that are waiting for you to be you. There are people on this planet whose lives are being impacted negatively because you're not walking out the fullness of your divine assignment. So no, I don't know about you, but I'm determined to walk to walk it out, right? I want to walk out the, the the fact that God called me from the foundations of the world. I want to walk out my divine assignment and I want to leave the mark in this world that I was destined to leave and to make. Say amen to that. So what you don't want to do, oh, let me say it this way. When you are your authentic self, not only do you get to experience the blessing for yourself, but you get to impact all the people that you were divinely anointed and called and graced to impact in this world. Say amen to that. So put in the chat, I will embrace my calling. You got it? So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning. Here's number one. God divinely selected you before the world was made. Say this, I am selected. I was selected before the world was made. This is Ephesians 1 and 4, easy to read version. Let me read it to you again. In Christ, he chose, he, God, chose us before the world was made. So in Christ Jesus, God chose us before the world was made. He chose us in love to be his holy people. Say this, say, I am holy because God is holy. People who could stand before him without any fault. I can stand before God faultless. I can stand before God blameless, not because I'm faultless or blameless in and of myself, but because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. So when you understand this, listen, our predetermination, right? Our predetermined selection, our fact, the fact that I was predestined, it it reaffirms my need, your need for a laser focus that we're supposed to live 2024 with a laser focus on the fixed purpose 
which is the theme for this year, that we believe that God already has, that God already laid out, that God calls the end from the beginning. So we're not supposed to live our lives out in some type of random fashion. No, we're supposed to live our lives out, not just loosely stumbling our way through life, not just dibbling and dabbling, not just throwing something to the wall and see what sticks. No, we're supposed to live our lives out with a laser focus on what we believe to be the fixed purpose, not just living out some random occurrences. No, we're living our lives out, understanding that I am, you are part of God's integral plan, God's overarching plan, God's ultimate plan for the world. And I have a part in it. Put in the chat, I have a part in God's plan. So when you acknowledge, I acknowledge that we were chosen that we were chosen, the text says, in Christ, that we were chosen, the text says, in Christ before the foundations of the world, then it encourages me, it encourages you to, to develop a focus on what we believe to be the fixed purpose and to live our lives out with a discipline that we are going to live out this focus, that, that we're going to live out this purpose, that we're going to live out the life that we believe God wants us to live so that our lives are not about us. Our lives are all about him. Why? Because we, be, we, we believe we have a divine purpose. Put in the chat, I have a divine purpose. So knowing that you have a divine purpose, knowing that you are divinely selected, should urge you every day to live your life looking at life through the lens of God's eternal perspective. And so I'm, when something happens, and it may have been something that I didn't want to happen, but I'm looking at it through God's, the lens of God's eternal perspective. Okay, Lord, first of all, this is not a surprise to you. Second of all, since you already knew this would happen, I believe you already prepared me for it. So, Lord, what do you want me to do? And so now I'm living my, I'm not living my life on my own. I'm not pulling my hair out. I'm not saying, woe is me. I'm like, okay, I didn't want this to happen, but it happened. Okay, let's slow down for a minute. God is still God, right? <laughs> okay, cool. God is still sitting on the circle of the earth. Okay, good. God still has plans for me. Okay, got it. Okay, now. All right, so we're good, right? God's grace is still on my life. God still loves me. Okay, good. All right, all right, Lord. What are we going to do? Now, now I'm going to align my decisions and my actions through the lens of the fact that I believe that I'm called and I'm destined and I'm chosen and God's grace is on me. So I'm not freaking out. I'm not living my life by myself. God never said that it was going to be easy. God just promised to be with me every step of the way. And so I know that God already made plans. I know that God's plans are still good. I know that what just happened doesn't negate God's plans. And so matter of fact, when you look, look at it from that perspective, you say to your spouse, wow, babe, it's just going to be a greater testimony now. God is still going to do it. But now when, when it gets done, it's going to be a greater testimony. Man, I'm so excited. I, I can't wait for this to happen. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to be able to tell people. A matter of fact, I want to take this, this thing that happened to us negatively. I'm going to pull it in. I want to feel the pain of it. I want it to be painful. Yeah, because I want to feel it. When I give that testimony, I want people to know, man, this thing hurt. But by the grace of God, man, we're going to come out on top. Why? Because God already made plans. I'm walking in a level of grace that is connected to the plans that God already made for me from the foundations of the world. Put in the chat, I'm chosen. Oh, put in the chat, I walk with purpose. Yes, and so, so I'm walking this thing out. The text also says that we are called to be holy and faultless. Say this, say, I am holy and I'm faultless. That doesn't mean that you will never 
ever, you know, do something wrong. It just means that, no, I'm living my life out in a purposeful fashion. I'm living my life out in a way that is representing God. I'm supposed to be different than the world. I'm supposed to be holy. I'm supposed to be faultless. I'm, I'm living my life out with a consciousness uh, that I am divinely selected by God. I'm living my life out with a consciousness of my holy calling. So therefore, uh, I'm going to live in such a way that I'm going to honor the Lord and I'm going to honor his selection of me. When I live, I, he selected me, he picked me. So now I need to honor that selection. I need to honor that investment. I, I need to honor his purpose. I need to live, my life should testify of the fact that I'm a child of the most high God. So let's go back to Proverbs chapter four and verse 25. Again, let me read it to you again. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, I'm going to look straight ahead, ignoring life's distractions. When I know that I have a divine purpose, when I know that I was selected by God, I'm empowered to focus on that and I will ignore life's distractions. I'm, I'm going to be locked in on what I believe that God has for me from the foundations of the world and I'm going to ignore everything else. Put in the chat, I will ignore everything else. You got it? Say amen to that. I'm trying to take my time. I'm trying to teach this morning. This is important. Number two, you were chosen to be holy and faultless. This is Ephesians chapter one and verse four, easy to read version. He, God, chose us in love to be his holy people. A lot of people don't talk about this today. People who could stand before him without any fault. Let's talk about holiness for a minute. Let's talk about righteousness for a minute. Our calling to holiness is a key aspect of God's fixed purpose. It requires us, you and I, to live in alignment with God's standards, to live in alignment with God's expectations of us. And those expectations involve our character and our conduct. See, some people mistake the abundance of God's grace to mean that they don't have to be holy. They, they, they mistake Oh, well, because God's grace covers sin, I don't have to worry about it. No, these people must not have read the Bible. Put in the chat, grace is not a license to sin. No, grace is not a license to sin. Grace is an empowerment not to sin. Or let me say it another way. You are not free to sin. You are free from sin. Put it in the chat. I'm not free to sin. I am free from sin. And so this journey towards God's purpose, this journey towards God's assignment is also a journey that requires a dedication to live a faultless, a blameless, and a holy life. Now, does that mean I'll never make a mistake? No, but it means I should strive towards that. I should live in such a way to where I am living a holy life. I am a dedicated life where I am representing God as the righteousness of God by faith on this planet. When people come in contact with me, they should come in contact with somebody who's living a life that is pleasing in God's sight. And so free from sin, God made Jesus to become sin for us so that Watch this. We could be made the righteousness of God in him. So God put my sin on Jesus. God put his righteousness on me. Now, if I am righteous, say I'm righteous, put in the chat, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm supposed to live like the righteousness that I already am. I'm supposed to live like the righteousness that Jesus died to provide for me. So when I stand before God, yes, 
I'm supposed to stand before God faultless. I'm supposed to stand before God blameless, of course, because of Jesus, not because of me. But that also means that I should live my life with a focus on God's fixed purpose to the point where my life reflects God's grace and truth. Put in the chat, my life is a reflection of God's grace and his truth. Holiness is our personal commitment to living by God's standard. Holiness should be a testament. Uh, our life should testify within our own sphere of influence, within our own family and our community of God's fixed purpose for our life. We should live our lives in such a way that we're so laser focused on what we believe to be God's purpose for our lives that we're living with a kingdom mindset and that does reflect in our conduct and in our character. See, when you first get born again, you are righteous, right? You're told you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are righteous, but you don't know how to live righteously, right? You are righteous, but you don't know how to live that way. So as you give yourself over to genuine discipleship, put in the chat, say, I am a disciple. Well, if you watch today's word every day, you know what I'm doing? I'm discipling you. I'm, I'm teaching you the word of God. I'm teaching you God's ways. I'm teaching you the kingdom and how I'm teaching you the mission and the vision and the values of the kingdom of God. This is discipleship. And so your life should should display, should testify of the fact that you are a disciple of Christ Jesus. You, you're, you didn't just get born again. No, you're a disciple. And if you're a disciple, it's going to show up in your character. It's going to show up in your conduct. When people come in contact, okay, let me say it this way. When people come in contact with you who haven't seen you in many, many years, they should be meeting a different person. They should be meeting someone who is living with a certain level of holiness and righteousness that reflects the fact that they are a disciple of Christ Jesus. I'm going to, there's some people that are watching right now that knew me in my BC days. For example, um, McKinley Curtis, Charlie Mike. So Charlie Mike was my Sergeant Major when I was in 327 Signal Battalion. When I got, I was, a, when I got to Fort Bragg, I was a corporal. Uh, I made E5 in Bravo 25th Signal Battalion uh, and 25th Signal Battalion shut down. And then I went over to uh, Delta Company 327 Signal Battalion. When I got to Delta Company 327 Signal Battalion, Charlie Mike was my Sergeant Major. So I don't know how much Charlie Mike remembers me from back then, but those were my BC days. I was an E5. He actually was the president of the board when I went to the E6 board. I made E6 before I left Fort Bragg, and then I went to Kuwait. I made E6 at 22 years old. And so when he met me, I was not born again. But now Charlie Mike knows me now. So the Rick Pena he knows now should be way different than the Rick Pena he met then. Why? Because God requires a certain level of holiness and righteousness. God requires us, to, when you understand that God has a fixed purpose for your life, when you understand that you were chosen by God from the foundations of the world, when you understand that God has established some things for you and he called you. Now, while you were living crazy, you didn't know anything, right? Of course, you didn't know God, so you were living like the world. But now that you're born again, you're not supposed to live like that no more. And so if you understand that you, there is a fixed purpose and you're a disciple of, of Christ Jesus, then watch this, you will avoid life's distractions. Then you will ignore everything that doesn't line up with your divine calling. Then you will live in such a way, the way you are reflecting the holiness, the righteousness, and the grace of God on a daily basis. I know that I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. And I know that this is something that people don't want to talk about today because people don't talk about sin. But if we're called 
to, to be the men and women that God has called us to be. We're called to be holy and righteous. Say amen to that. Glory to God. All right. Number three. Last point for today. You were adopted. Say I was adopted. Put in the chat. I was adopted. You were adopted as God's child by design. This is Ephesians chapter one and verse five. The Bible says, and, the, and before the world was made, God decided to make us his own children through Jesus Christ, our Lord. This is what he wanted and it pleased him to do it. So he adopted us into his family. Adoption into God's family signifies, first of all, a personalized calling. God selected us individually. And now we're supposed to fix our focus on that calling, right? But it also connotes an intimacy, a desire for intimacy. God chose us and adopted us into his family. He wants to be intimate with us. He wants us to be intimate with him. As God's children, we're called to focus on the fact that we are part of God's family and we should reflect the family likeness, right? I tell my children all the time, you are a pina. You should live like it. Well, guess what? If I'm a child of the most high God, then I should live like it. I should reflect the core values of my family. I should reflect the kingdom. I should reflect my daddy. People, when, when people come in contact with me, I, they should come in contact with him. They should see that I look like him. I sound like him. I walk like him. I talk like him. I, why? Because I'm a child of the most high God. I'm not a bastard. I have a parent. I am covered. I'm connected. I was adopted. I was chosen. And so I, it, my life should testify of the fact that I'm a child of the most high God Say amen to that. My, my identity as a child of God should sharpen my focus. It should help me to live in such a way to where I am ignoring life's distractions, where I am prioritizing spiritual growth. I'm prioritizing the, the plans that God made for me. I'm ignoring the, the, the wayward distractions of this world. I'm locked in on God's fixed purpose. I have a divine relationship with my father. I am part of this family. I'm living my life with clarity and purpose and expectation. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know that I'm connected. I am part of a global family and I'm part of a global mission. Going back to Proverbs 4 and 25, I've been chosen. I've been adopted. And so I'm going to live my life with a fixed purpose. I'm going to live my life laser focused on what I believe my family is supposed to be doing. What I believe by, you know, my family, this is what we represent. I am part of an eternal plan. Say amen to that. All right, in closing, as I close, you were not a mistake. Look at me. You are not a mistake. You were predestined. You were chosen, you were adopted, and you were called. Now that you know all of that, my question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to live your life with a laser focus on God's fixed purpose, which is the theme for the year, or will you choose to ignore everything I just said and just live your life for selfish desires, right? God is not going to force you to go down his path. God is not going to force you uh, to, to, to accept his will. Your act of surrender has to be a voluntary act of your heart. So either you're going to acknowledge the fact that, hey, listen, I'm destined, I'm chosen, I was selected, I'm adopted, I'm called, I'm going to live like it. Or you could say, yeah, Rick, that was all cool, but I have plans and I'm not going to let God mess up my plans. God is not going to force you to, to walk out his assignment. If you really are born again, you, you probably, you're still going to go to heaven, but you're going to get to heaven to realize that you missed out on God's best. You never fulfill God's purpose. I don't know about you, but yes, I'm going to heaven, but I want to, I also want to enjoy the ride and I want to maximize the purpose and the potential that God placed inside of me from the foundations of the world. If that's you, put in the chat, amen. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out.
with a declaration of faith. I took my time this morning. That was some good teaching. Say this now. Say, Father, I live with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for my life. I was divinely selected, and I am part of your eternal plan. I acknowledge my calling. I live holy and faultless by your grace. I am your child, adopted in Christ Jesus, and I reflect your glory. My life is focused on fulfilling your purpose, and I ignore life's distractions. In all my ways, I seek to embody the values and the mission of your kingdom. I am confident in my identity as your child. I live out my divine assignment with fierce dedication. I embrace the responsibility I have to walk down this path and to fulfill your divine plan. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting my notes, you get the notes for free. Why would you not sign up? Go to todaysword.org. On the big, on the right-hand side, on the top, there's a subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, hit like and subscribe right now. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. This is something people need to be reminded. People don't talk about sin no more, right? But no, we're called to, to be holy and faultless before him by the grace of God. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.